Welcome to Real You, Real Money, the podcast that will inspire you to love all of who you are and love making big money all at the same time. I'm Ray Dodd, your host and resident money coach, and week in, week out, I'm here to remind you that your feelings and experiences of money have nothing to do with who you are and everything to do with who you've been told you have to be. This podcast is all about powerful conversations that will support you in building a business that reflects who you actually are. This is not a one-size-fits-all style podcast. This is a podcast that celebrates the individual you are and more than that, believes your uniqueness is the key to you making the sort of money you truly want to. Thank you for being here. Let's do this thing. I have a bee in my bonnet today. And it's been there for a little while, but it's really come out to play. And I was just like, oh my God, I need to do a podcast about this because I'm raging. I'm actually raging about what has just occurred downstairs in my house. So my husband is working on making a living out of music and he is quite in the kind of online music world of coaching. So he follows a lot of different people and blah, 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 blah. He saw an advert for somebody and they were offering free strategy calls. He was aware that they would be selling stuff at the same time, of course, but he was like, well, I'll give it a go. Maybe I'll like what they're offering, all of that stuff. So he booked a call with them. The call was about an hour. Now I'm really pro giving away free stuff in your business. I think it's a brilliant way to, for people that can't, aren't in a financial position to afford your stuff. I think it's a great way um, for them to access what you offer. I also think it's a great way to build trust with your clients. It's a great way for them to know that you're a good fit. I often say that I don't really think of, like I'm not considering what I'm doing here as giving away free value in a like strategic way. I just think of it as part of my paid work that looks different at at different times. So personally, I wouldn't do one of those like offer a strategy call like that. I wouldn't want to like sit down with somebody and run through their business in that way. And then want them to buy from me afterwards because I think it can create a sticky dynamic and that's what I'm going to tell you a story about in a second because like I said I am raging on my husband's behalf because of what just occurred so I think what can happen sometimes and this depends on the person but I think this would probably be the case for me if I was to offer all of you you know I'll sit down with you for half an hour, an hour. We'll work out a money-making strategy. And at the end of it, you can decide if you're going to work with me or not. Is I would probably feel resentful, to be honest. I think I'd feel a bit like, oh, if somebody chose not to buy, I'd be like, maybe they were just after something for free. Maybe this, you know, you hear people talking about don't give away free stuff because then you just get all the freebie hunters. The way that I do free stuff, I don't even think about that. I don't consider any of my audience to be freebie hunters. I just see them as either figuring out if we're a good fit or not, or being in the pre-buying phase. And then they're going to buy. I think it's Elizabeth Goddard that I heard say, like, she has this belief that every single person in her orbit who likes what she does is going to buy at some point. And there's this really, really harmful rhetoric that goes around the coaching industry, which is, If people don't buy immediately or buy on the call or buy during that launch, if they go away in any way, they're not coming back. And I cannot tell you how much I disagree with that. 
And that's what I was talking about in the pep talk today in Plenty, because I was, we were talking about some people that had joined Plenty and just talking about the fact that many of them had been in my orbit for a long time. Many of you who are going to join Plenty this round will have been watching my stuff for quite a while. And I have no issue with that. I have no issue with that. I trust that people will buy at the time that feels best to them. So my husband jumped on this call with this person, this strategy call. It, he said he did not really get much value from it. And when it came to the selling part, and they were on the call for an hour, which I don't think was on my was my husband's choice. I think he was quite like, okay, this can stop now. <laughs> and they got to the, they got to the selling part. And when my husband said, I just, I'd like to think about it. I think at that point he was like, it hadn't been that useful, but like, I was interested in what he was saying. And I thought, you know, some people do these strategy calls as like a sell, sales tactic. They're not giving away that much. I personally think when that happens, run because somebody is lying to you in their content. So that would be my take on it as a business coach who's in that world. So, and by the way, some people have to offer strategy calls and they do give you strategy. That's a different thing. And you can do that. Like, that's a very different thing. I'm not saying everybody who offers a strategy call for free is lying. What I'm saying is when you go on it and they're not actually giving you anything useful, that that at that point, there's a promise is broken. Trust is broken at that point. So he gets on the call. Not that much useful information. They get to the selling part. My husband says, I would really like to think about it. And then for 15 to 20 minutes, the man would not let him say no. He kept saying, I'd like to go away and think about it. And then they'd come around and he'd start saying things like, you know, if you're going to take yourself seriously, you need to be doing this. You've been trying to do this for quite a long time now. You've still not done it. What's going to change? Like, and sometimes there is, I'm a money coach. Sometimes we go into money coaching on a clarity call. But what we're not doing is trying to pressure. And then I was so pleased my husband turned around to him and went, you know what? I was, I was going to consider it. But after the last 15 minutes with you not allowing me to go and think about it, like I've repeatedly asked you, I'm not interested anymore. I'm not interested in your course anymore because why would I enter into this? And the guy was like, well, if you change your mind, let me know. <laughs> But I was listening to this just being like, oh my God. He also said to my husband, my husband told this uh, me this afterwards, you know what, no offense, but you're, so the program was three grand. Your three grand's not gonna change my life. It's not about the money. Now there's two at least issues with saying that to a client. Number one, you are devaluing their investment. You've got somebody saying, I need to think about this. When that happens, I would would expect, so if, if, a, if a client's like, I need to think about it, like it feels like a big investment for me, I would say to them, like, you want to honour that, yeah, I, like I totally get that that's a big investment. I can really appreciate that. And I will often say to clients, like, I get it, it can feel really big to invest in that way, like honour their feelings. Do not talk about the amount of money as if it's nothing. I think what he was trying to do, because he was saying to my husband, it's not about the money. It was about the money. It was about the money. And this was one, my main point that it really got me thinking about today. And that is one of the things that I don't think I talk about enough and I don't see talks about enough generally, which is it is so important that we sort our money shit out, not just for ourselves and our wallets and our bank accounts, and not just for the social, the societal impact we can have when 
we give or when we allow ourselves to hold the agency and power that comes with money, there's a lot of agency and power that comes with money. So it's not just about that impact, which is great, by the way. And by great, I mean enormous and big and super important. But also the impact of sorting your own money stuff. And what I mean by that is the like squirmy feelings, the way in which we get a client on a call or a customer in our emails and we feel like, oh, I have to hold on to this person if they don't buy, no one else is coming. When we get that feeling, those feelings, we need to address them and lots of other feelings around not trusting our clients and customers to come back to us again, not trusting them to make decisions for themselves. One of the reasons we need to deal with our own money shit, our own money stuff, is for them. So that, like I talk about this quite a lot, but one of the things we do when we get into our clients' pockets, when we decide what they can and can't afford, many of you watching this, your ideal customers or your clients that you work with mainly will be women or people who've been socially conditioned as female. We have a long history of not being trusted with money a long history of not being trusted with money. And what we do when we get in our clients and our customers' pockets is we perpetuate that patriarchal history of not trusting women with money. And that's what happens. And this is a, how many times did I say it last week? This is not your fault. It's not your fault. Like, of course you behave this way. Of course we behave this way. But we, when we are accidentally perpetuating that lack of trust, it's because it's not because of their money stuff, although that makes it an easy breeding ground, that makes them a, a, a soft target for it. It's because of our money stuff. And so one of the things that is not mentioned enough at all is that we need to address our money stuff for other people, for our clients and customers, so that they get to have a clean experience, a clean exchange when it comes to money with us. So that they aren't being pressured. They aren't being having someone look down their nose for wanting a breath to, to, to think about things and talk things over with people that they trust. So that we give them the space because we're not used to be used to being trusted with money. So that we give ourselves that space and we are allowed to go off and to think about it. We're allowed to come back because we've got life stuff going on. It's not always just that we're not willing to fully commit or play big or anything like that. It's because life happens and these things happen. If we want to give ourselves that space and we want to give our clients and customers that space, we have to do the internal money work ourselves so that it is a clean exchange. And that coach, that online person was not doing that for my husband downstairs. And he's very lucky that I was like, I, I nearly got in front of him. I was like, may I just tell you, I'm actually a coach and this is disgusting behaviour, what I'm seeing going on. And it's, you know, as my husband, who's much more generous than me, was saying, he's like, you know, he'll have been taught this. And it's true. But these teachings come from scarcity and they're often dressed up as abundance. And they aren't. They are not. This is part of creating change, doing money differently, is just really allowing people to bed in. And I think this has become more and more important on the online world. And I actually think people who pressure people are going to get left behind. Because I think what people want is they want to be given time and space. We know there's so many different coaches and programs and this and that. And sometimes it can be hard to know what's for you. 
And I just really encourage you, like, if, for example, you're new to me and you're considering plenty, dive into my podcast, Shut, like show up and get to know me. You can also DM me and I will respond to you and we can chat it through. But this pressuring people, I, I think also the pressuring people, you know, like we can talk about it ethically, like it's not OK. But we also need to acknowledge that it comes from scarcity and it comes from deeper work that needs to be done. And often it's dressed up as like the opposite of scarcity but it's full on a belief that there is not enough for you because if you really believed there's enough money for you there's enough clients for you why do you need to pressure somebody you don't that's what the whole plenty mindset is about and if you want to hear me talk more about that go to day three i think of five days of plenty which are all on my profile and you'll get me talking about that in depth it's one of my favorite topics all right i'm gonna calm down now I think I feel better. Thank you for being here. My husband was like, why don't you just go and do a podcast about this? Because I was just ranting at him about how horrific it was. He's like, just go and get it out. <laughs> I felt like he probably wanted to go and have a shower because it just was such a horrible thing to be able to hear even. So I can't imagine being in it. Okay. I'm breathing. I think I've finished ranting. If you have questions or anything like that, please do send me a DM and we can chat it through. The work we do is all about clearing you up so that you can have these super clean um, exchanges, conversations, um, all of that about money so that it is not that kind of clinging on too hard and pressuring people into either just getting annoyed with you or what's more likely is not that you're going to pressure people. You're going to be so worried that you're going to pressure people that you're going to opt out. And that's what doing the money work creates. It just means you can just have these honest exchanges with people about money. And it's just not a big deal. It's just not a big deal. All right. Thank you everyone for being here. I'll see you very soon.